just sitting here, drinking my tea, prepping my throat for the recording this weekend. <laughs> Greetings, my fellow slingers in the wild. Here we are once again in the digital rage room, prepping to release episode two of our homebrew scenario, Lot 27. I hate to say it. Nah, I don't hate to say it. Hell no, I want to say it. I really think this is one of the best seasons we've run. I know this because the season is already completed. Yep, I have all the episodes already recorded and in the vault. And there are nine of them. <laughs> so that should help whet your thirst while waiting for collateral damage to release. But you know what? Let's do a little business before the music cues up to knock this one off. First out of the door, Henry Anderson said, in regards to episode one, great kickoff from the hard rolling folks. Tune in, people. That's right, man. Tune in. If you're not already tuned in, then get tuned in. If you know somebody that hasn't tuned in yet, then get on those people. Get them to tune in, too, because we love putting this show out for y'all. Next, James Wachter had this to say. I wish the whole team was together, but I'm crazy excited for this story, guys. Thanks for putting this quality content out here for us. You know what, James? We wish that as well. Unfortunately, scheduling kept us all from joining in this season. But don't worry, we've got the whole crew back for collateral damage our next season, which we start recording this weekend. So once this show drops on Sunday, think about it a few hours later, we will be recording that new season for all you fellow slingers in the wild. And to our newest YouTube subscribers, I want to give a shout out to Aaron Klein. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you on board. And a shout out to the Tom Bones. Welcome. Sorry if it uh, took me a little while to drop you a shout out there, Mr. Bones. Won't happen again. Remember, if you want to have me give you a shout out on the show, then subscribe to the channel over at Roll the Hard 20. And we welcome all subscribers. In fact, I try to always promote the comments as well. So drop me a comment. I'll put it in the intro or with the other hard slingers of your as we do our regular show intro. Now, I've got to remind every one of you fellow slingers, we do have a Patreon page. I know, I know. I don't like to promote it because I'm not that kind of guy, but it does exist. And it can be found at patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. So if you're feeling like the spirit's moving you, then I won't stand in the spirit's way. All right, enough said. Let's uh, let's roll up our dice. We'll roll up our, let's warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the hard 20 podcast presents episode two of our lot 27 homebrew scenario. Roll up our dice. That doesn't make any sense. It's the first time I ever screwed that up and I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> Have a good one. and then can we uh, move on yep everybody all happy all, all gleeful oh yeah <laughs> doing well doing well well let me lead us Apple in and we'll, yeah we'll jump straight into it what do you what do you drink a tone hmm. this is an Oktoberfest duration of apple juice it's quite good well I hope got a nice biscuity flavor diplomacy <laughs> Sammy, you're drinking uh, coffee, right? Is that what you yes. said you were drinking? 
Uh, uh, I, I finished on the mug. <laughs> oh, I like that. I, I finished my coffee. Uh, Who's my coffee? Was he good? Tracy made me coffee, <laughs> and I finished it. So I like my mug. Antonio got it for me at Annapolis. Yeah. You should use that to smash those spiders with. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, it's sturdy enough for, but no. Nah. This is now my new favorite mug. Well, let me lead us in, and we will proceed. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World Hard Twenty Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers of yore. Greetings. Yeah. Episode two of our homebrew Delta Green scenario, auction number twenty-seven. Sorry, lot, lot, lot <laughs> number. T- Shut up. Lot number twenty-seven. <laughs> laughing at me, damn it. So last episode, you guys got the call to head to LaGuardia Airport. You guys were briefed on a particular item that was supposedly auctioned off at the auction house at 20 Rockefeller Plaza. And that is where you guys have decided to go towards. Now, you guys are being shuttled around in a van. In fact, you also had hooked up with an old ally of yours who's now part of the agency, Agent Makamura. The three of you then got new names, new monikers. We got Agent Odysseus for Agent Odesso, Agent Okami for Agent Each, and Agent Akam for Makamura. Currently, you guys went up to go talk with Gregory James, who was the auctioneer who held the auction last night to figure out what this item was or who may have purchased it. Oh, and you were also told that you weren't the first cell that was sent to take care of this. That N cell, that November cell, had arrived last night and had gone dark since. And we we don't have those N cells anymore, right? (laughs) 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 So currently you guys have just opened the office door to Gregory James. As I described, he's a man in his late 60s. He's got... A ring of white hair haloing his head. His ice blue eyes had watched you guys enter. And the first thing you said to him, Odesso, was... We'd like to talk to you about an auction that you had. Some items that were sold. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not really at liberty. Didn't you talk with the receptionist down below? She told you I would be busy until next week. Correct. She did tell us that. Very nice lady. Here's the problem. Times is of the essence. We need to move quickly. And the farther away these items get, the harder they will be to retrieve. So information readily obtainable now is much, much more valuable than information obtained later. We would very much like your willing cooperation so we can eliminate you from the course of our investigation. Uh, We're really only concerned with one particular lot. A lot 27 that was sold yesterday. Would you happen to be able to give us the details of the sale of that lot and its purchaser? Well, you know, the majority of our clients prefer a certain anonymity. Uh, how would it behoove me to a disclose this particular client's name if in fact they were here? And B, I see no reason to divulge any such information. We had three auctions yesterday. Anything you might be pervy to, uh, you would have to take it up with the winner of such auction were you to find out their name on your own. Well, I appreciate that, sir. We're just looking to 
get through this investigation as quickly as possible and eliminate people who don't necessarily need to be investigated. Um, in game for a minute, did I show him our credentials already so they knows who we are, or he's still thinking that we're just randos off the street that forced their way in? I don't remember if you showed him your credentials or not. Actually, yeah. whip it out, Adesso. Yeah. No, All you right. did because you said agent. This is I'm an agent Odysseus, yeah. and this is Agent Okami. That's right. Okay. So, right. so yeah, he has seen them then. He has seen our credentials. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Back in game. Well, we only need the information of one. And an investigation would reveal the names of everyone, what they bought, how much they paid, their locations and everything. So in order to preserve the anonymity of the greater amount of your clients, revealing to us the one that we're interested in would help your mission quite significantly. Not to mention to help this place out. Imagine if there's a federal investigation, how long this place will be closed down, how long inventory will be gone over and potentially seized to check the... Uh, legitimacy of these actual items not being stolen so this well i can assure you we've never sold a stolen item at this auction house once i think you agents are out of line at this time i don't understand what you do not understand as far as our clients anonymity people do business with us not just the clients who purchase said lots but the individuals who actually sell them here at an auction. They require a certain bit of confidentiality. And as such as the auctioneer, I would like to think that we've upheld our standard towards them. Well, it sounds like you have. But if we were going to take this investigation to more official routes, that confidentiality would be breached because we would cause the issuance of subpoenas and we'd have some forensic accountants to go through the records. And while you may not have knowingly sold a stolen item, sometimes things are presented in such a way that they are in fact stolen when they are claimed not to be. And the liability would then fall upon the auctioneer for knowingly selling something they weren't supposed to. Or maybe they didn't actually know, but they darn well should have. There may be gaps in your due diligence. There are issues that will be explored at length. And um, as Agent Okami stated, there could be a quite lengthy investigation in which you're not doing business. Uh, again, we can resolve this now very quickly. We are only interested in one lot, one purchaser, one auction. And we would confine our investigation to that if you would be willing to cooperate. I can assure you that both my agents we will be very circumspect and confidential as to the source of our information and we will not do anything to implicate the museum or your auction house well i never mentioned a museum give me a hume int 89 over 55 46 I failed it i got 46 under 50 Odessa, you're so <laughs> and wrapped up in my role playing that I can't. Yeah, you're so involved in this spiel <laughs> that you're hammering him with that you're just you're piercing his eyes with yours. But Okami, you see that as Odesso is just drilling him, that this guy's starting to fidget more, starting to rub his hands, his palms on his pants, starting to kind of his eyes are starting to dart around a little bit. He's starting to to get a little bit of a film around the brow. Yeah, Ichi will break in. Mr. James, 
Is everything okay? You seem a little uncomfortable, especially at the mention of the word museum. His head shocks towards you, like just boom, like you you broke his concentration of the spell that Adesso had had over him. He looks at you, he's like, I never mentioned a museum. No, I don't. What, what, what does this, in, I don't no. just, how does this but involve we did, me? But we mentioned it. And you immediately showed your hand by reacting to that. You know, don't, now is not the time to play dumb. You're obviously an intelligent man of impeccable art taste. I even admired one of those paintings you had in the hallway. Quite, quite an impression it made on me. You know, and the item we are looking for is also of some similar note in craftsmanship and its derivation of creation. You know, I can't help but wonder uh, how it would behoove me to disclose any information about said lot or it sold. No, Did sir, you? here's the deal. We know that the pieces that we're in question from came from a museum. And it's rather dubious whether or not the curator had the actual authority from which to sell those lots. It's a paper trail that we haven't fully explained yet, but it doesn't look like he did. Therefore, as having items sold from a museum in an auction house, when you know they came from a museum, is going to be a problem. A large one. Because several auction houses have been implicated in selling off pieces from a museum for fundraising and for other nefarious intent. I don't think you would like to be wrapped up in that investigation. So if you could perhaps give us the, inf the information on the one lot we are seeking, we could curtail our investigation to simply that lot. Well, as much as I would love to help you agents, you have, uh, there, there were three auctions held yesterday. I mean, you, you've got to be more specific about what you're looking for. One auction had 49 lots to it. Another one had 52 lots and another one had 26 lots. I. I mean, it could. We're looking, looking for lot for number twenty-seven. 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 Well, there's and perhaps maybe uh, in the first one that had twenty-six. Maybe there was a little something extra at the end for certain clientele to bid on that wasn't open to the regular public. The item we're looking for is a crystal, strange crystal, jagged edges. Some would say it even has an unnatural glow to it—a red-tinged glow. That's the item we're looking for. I, uh, I mean, the, the one with 49 lots was books and manuscripts. The one with 52 lots were early European sculpture and works of art. And the one with 26 lots were private and iconic collections. Um, well, what was number 27 on each of those two that had more than 27? Well, books and manuscripts was a William Shakespeare first draft of a Macbeth on the early European sculpture and works of art was a vase made by Scandinavian monks and as I said the uh, private and iconic collections only had 26 lots to it and you're sure there's nothing that was held after a smaller auction that you uh, you may be held for a few choice clientele. He kind of pushes away from his desk and, and stands up and turns his back to you guys as he starts looking at knickknacks 
on the credenza behind him. Little glass this, little painted that. He's kind of just touching them one by one. I'll silently, as possible, move to get a better view of him and then also to separate Odesso and I so we're not two, you know, two people just standing right in front of him, flank him a little bit, maybe make him feel a little uneasy. And he, he does feel uneasy. Even right now, his, like his mind is almost checked out like he's weighing things in his mind. If you can help point us in a direction, we'll be out of that glorious hair of yours, sir. But if not, we may have to make a few calls. I, I, yes, there was a 27th lot. After we had concluded our business for the evening, I had been asked to remain behind for one final lot that had not been released. It's, it's rare, but it's not unheard of. And I, I had considered declining, but I was offered a considerable sum for adjudicating the event and keeping it off the books. And so I stayed on after the room had cleared and held a private auction for three parties. Two lost and one had won. Once my purpose was concluded, uh, we settled payment and we all went our separate ways. I, Well, who won the auction? Uh, I, I I, would have to check with their bidder's account and, and see. I, we didn't we'll really wait. give out. We'll be here right with you. I'll have to make a call, please. We'll wait. He picks up the phone, and as he's watching the two of you, he punches in an extension. In the background, you could hear this. I have to speak into the phone. No, you don't have to speak into the phone. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> put, put it on speaker. <laughs> What's this guy's name again? Makamura. No, not Makamura. Uh, uh, James. Yeah. Gregory James. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, Mr. James, is everything all right? Patricia, I was wondering if you'd be a, a dear and bring me up the bidder's account for the winners of the 27th lot that was held last night for the private and iconic collections. Yes, sir, I'll bring it right up. He hangs up the phone. Should be bringing it up here momentarily. Um, I can assure you, sir, that your name will not come up in any sort of things, and if it does, it'll only be in glowing response to how you've helped us. But we will be discreet. We will not say if we're lucky enough to meet the person who purchased this lot where we got our information. A few moments later, there's a knock at the door and you see Patricia enter and she's got nothing in her hands. I'm sorry, Mr. James, but I can't find the bidder's account file. It seems to be missing. Thank you, Patricia. If you'll wait outside the door, please. Is Makamura with her? Yeah, he's down at the far end of the hallway by the elevators. Outside again. Each, why don't you text Makamura to go through her desk where she was looking for this paperwork to bring up? You know what well, I mean? He's, he's down with us. Or he's well, yeah, he us. came up with her, is my guess, because he was downstairs with her. He, t James tells her to find the paperwork and bring it mm -hmm. up. She looks, doesn't find anything, comes up empty-handed saying, I got nothing tell Makamura to go back downstairs and look through where she was looking to see if she, he can find it. Okay. The bidder's account, according to her. 
You know what I mean? Okay. Like you text him on the phone or better I'll yet, just say it to him in Japanese. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, sounds go good. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me look up translate. Let me give you, I'll tell you what, I'll give you another gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say that you say this beyond her, over her mm -hmm. shoulder, down the hallway towards him. Tell me what you say to him. Yeah. Nipponese. So when when Patricia comes back saying she doesn't have anything, I kind of look at Agent Adesso and maybe a little loud, maybe a little blaring. Okamsan. <laughs> and in <What> Japanese. Um, in Japanese, I will uh, uh, ask him, go downstairs and look where uh, Miss LeFoe was looking for the records of who purchased the auction. Hi! Thank <laughs> God. And I'll say, I'm sorry. I was asking if he would be able to maybe get us some coffees. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Mr. James goes over and closes the door, leaving her in the hallway. And he's wringing his hands. Do you often lose documents, especially in the span of 24 hours? No, actually less than 24 hours. It's it's not like that. I'm, I'm trying to be as candid and, and forthcoming with you agents as, as possible. And we appreciate These men that, but it were look not to be trifled with agents. They were well, very specific about taking their winning lot back with them. Usually they leave it in the care of the auction house to send to them or hold on to while they go out and enjoy the city. They wanted nothing to do with that. They paid cash after they won the bid. All I, right, let's start with that. How much you know where they, they happened to go? Did they make any mention of where they were headed? They did not mention where they were from. However, the, the bidder's account has to be updated and current. It has to have who they are, forms of payment for collateral, as well as where they are residing, even temporarily. What information can you give us? First off, how much money did they pay? I cannot divulge that. Please don't make me divulge that. Unfortunately, sir, in the absence of any paperwork identifying the parties, the sum would help us eliminate certain people who would not have such access to resources, especially since they paid cash. Most people don't have that laying around, so there may be a bank transaction that our agency would have access to that would be able to trace it to this particular purchase. So how much was it, sir? So $1.2 Okay. And they paid cash for it. Here's my question. Were you present when that transaction took place? I took receipt of the money, yes. And then I okay, deposited it into the... Wait, wait, you took wait. receipt? Yes, I, you I did. You took receipt of the money. Obviously, they didn't know the price of what they were going to pay before they went in. So when they gave you the money, was there more from the source in which they took it? That I don't know. There were several men accompanying the main individual they use how many people six men there's a soft knock at the door get out of the way i need to get back inside <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, Connie, so I have what you asked for. Does he have the paperwork? I said, get, I'll do the way. And you see the, the folder slide underneath the door. Like it, so leave it away. You see a heel print on top of the folder. Stop it. Move your leg. Don't make me tickle you. So I'll, uh, I'll bend down and pick up the folder and start looking at it and look back to Mr. James. Said, uh, they were all out of coffee. But we did find this. And I'll hand it to Adesso. So. Look, I, I never said we didn't have it. it. She, I don't know why she didn't get. Look, I, I, anyway, he slumps in his chair, completely defeated. I will text Makamura. Killer. Good bring, job. <laughs> bring in, bring in the plastic tarp. No, um, <laughs> bring in Miss LaFoe. I thought you were going to say bring in the plastic woman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bring the door the, uh, opens. We don't know her that well. Yeah. <laughs> the door opens and, and he just gestures for her. He doesn't touch her. And she gets all snooty and walks inside. And... So oh, I Mr. see you'd James. like to add in, uh, interfering with a federal investigation to the list of uh, growing crimes. Is that right, ma'am? I've got nothing to say to either of you. That's good. That's good strategy because uh, anything would be lying to a federal officer, which is also a crime. So, it's good that you remain silent. It's very, very wise and advisable. You can take like your hand your off of me now, anyway. Saigon Knights. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so Adesso looks at the file. What do I see? You do see that it is a bidder's account. Mm-hmm. It includes. A name and an address, as well as the financials for this particular individual. The bitter account was made under the name Deacon Gray. Name. The file has him staying at the Civilian on 305 West 48th Street in Hell's Kitchen. There is no indication of a room number, though. Does it describe the lot that he purchased? It does not. It just says something to the effect of large quartz like formation okay that's good enough because that generally matches our description confirms it. any pictures in there there is no picture okay and okay so got, does it mention the sales price 1.2 million okay so he saw he was being honest with us that's good does it say that it was cash it does say cash there's a 26 percent fee to be held until the conclusion of said auction. And then there's an auctioneer fee for hosting the auction itself on that's at 2%. That, does it Under, list who the seller is? For the seller, it says the Kunz Historice Museum in Vienna, Austria. Okay. So the lot's been taken. Is the I turn to Mr. Um, James and say, um, I see the lot's been taken. I see the things. So, uh, do you still have that cash on premises? It's locked in the safe. Uh, where's the safe? He gestures towards a painting on the wall. It's of a beautiful horse on a field of gold. The painting itself is about three feet wide by five feet tall. Mm-hmm. Just behind the painting. Would you open it, please, and turn over the cash? I see that your your auction house is entitled to... What's the math on it? 
what I'm, my goal is here is to take the money, give him a receipt, and then pay the auction house what it would have recovered. But the proceeds of the um, the proceeds of the sale were confiscating. What do we? What's our goal with that? Just to have the money? Pretty much. Well, well we've we got to maintain the cover. What sense would it make that we were looking for the auction house and not taking the money? The feds always take money. We're, he's lucky that we're leaving him his fees so that he's completely whole, but he's going to have to explain to Vienna what happened. And we're going to say, yeah, come call us. But call Delta Green. Real we'll be quick, happy to come we, and talk to you. Yeah, but real quick before we – I mean, really our goal is to get the information and move on. Yeah. We, like I could, we could say something to him like, you know, normally the money would be seized, but until we're this, that, or the other, you know, we'll have agents come contact you in the week and, you know, or, or something like, cause we don't need the money, right? It's not like we're going to use it for anything. Like we should probably just get the info we need yeah, and then maybe, move. I mean, where is it going to sit in the van? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm off track on it. All right, fine. Well, I'll give them the garden variety admonishment. Don't take it out. Don't deposit it. Don't do anything Perfect. with it. You know, that kind of crap. Yeah, because yeah, af right. after the the fees are taken, including his fee, the rest of the money goes to the Kunz Istorice Museum. Yeah. Right. So. Well, yeah, the right. Sammy's right, though. If we grab it and take it, it's going to sit in the van. And, and ultimately, what are we going to do with it? Well, what they're we more do? likely to to also send up some red flag warnings if we don't take the money and we leave it it's like okay well all he did was breach of contract if these guys even have this oath like a lawyer and a, a client does like you know there's no privilege there yeah that's what i mean so i think if we just leave that in whatever way we want and oh i guess i'm just gonna i'm gonna Odessa's just going to scare him, saying, yeah, now that we know where the money is, open it up, verify that it's there, close it up, don't send it, don't don't right. transfer it, don't do anything to it until we contact you again. Right, We're not going to take possession of it now, blah, 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 you know. That would, but that was, that's what he's going to say, you know, because it looks now like we're legally proceeding, saying, yeah, we're only looking for this particular thing. Yeah. And um, well, let's I would, do it. okay, cool. Uh, Mr. James. If you would be so kind enough as to open the safe, and then what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to remove your auction house fees and all the other fees that your organization is entitled to, and then leave the remainder in the safe once I verify that they are actually there. And I want you to keep that there. Don't move it. Don't deposit it. And under no circumstances are you to turn it over to the seller. Do you understand? Yes, I understand. All right. So if you would, please. He opens up the safe, thumbs through a couple of reams of this pressed money, and pulls out $48,000. Okay. He walks in over to his desk and he lays two stacks, 24K in each stack, goes back over and he closes the safe and, and locks it. Now you keep that in there until my agency contacts you. And be discreet and um, leave out the fact that you have been paid and your auction house has been paid. That is our courtesy to you for the cooperation. You know, uh, I don't know if it matters much or if it might paint me in a more favorable light in your eyes, but uh, I can give you a bit of free information. That is much appreciated. I can tell you that you are not the first group to ask me about lot 27. Oh, who else has inquired? 
There were four people here last night, prior to the auction, asking about lot number 27. Do you know who these people were? Three men and a woman. Do you know what happened to them? I don't know. I told them I had no idea what they were talking about. And they left the premises. Do you ever see him again? No, I have not. Did they say who they were? They did not. I appreciate it. Did they give you a card or any way of contacting them? Nope. No way at all. They act right. indifferent towards any further information I might have had. But then again, I tried to do my best to be as ambiguous as I was with you, gentlemen. But apparently they were not as savvy. If they come back, just keep sticking to the same line that you gave them before. Yes, yeah, please do don't my best. tell us of our investigation. You understand that too, Miss LeFou? I told you I'm not speaking anymore to you. You just agents. did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you gonna get tough with my friend over there, Missy. <laughs> well, we're done here, so I think we're all good. I um, have one more question. Miss LeFou, why did you not bring the folder up when you were asked? And we had to go to such duplicitous means to get it. I'll not say another word about it. All right, very well. My report will reflect such. And that is why I won't say anything else to you. You keep saying stuff to us. <laughs> and it's amounted to nothing. <laughs> but I will tell you this, I'll be able to afford any bond that comes my way. Hmm. We'll have to look into those bank accounts of yours then, too. Hmm. So you make sure that none of that money got there illegally, withholding information from federal agents. So why, why would someone pay you to do that? Oh, my financials are squared away perfectly. You won't find anything. I'm as clean I wonder if the IRS would agree. We're going to find out. Well, if there's nothing more, gentlemen, I feels my day just got much more complicated. Um, Actually, it didn't. We came up here to talk about things and you didn't give us the answers we wanted, so we left, just like the other ones. So thank you very much, and we will be in contact, and we appreciate your help. Yeah. Adesso takes out his phone, takes a picture of the, the documents in the file, and then hands the file back. Sure we don't want to keep all the things? Well, no reason. It also gives us plausible deniability. We were never there. If anybody does come well, we back. Oh, no, they got a picture. <laughs> well, yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, we have a picture, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> You know, okay. he, he could say anything. Now there's no, now there is no trace of our involvement, and more importantly, he got himself paid. So anybody yeah. seizing the funds or coming after is gonna be like, "What the hell happened, man? You got paid. Why didn't we? Or where did this money go? Or whatever it happens to be, it's gonna, it will reflect ill on them, because the fantasy agents came and told him it was okay to pay himself." He goes over yeah. to you, Agent Akami, and he says, "You seem to be the." Uh, more rational individual I am at hoping, this moment <laughs> I am hoping that your discretion can be counted on Absolutely. for my cooperation thank you real quick what does a 10 foot tall steel spider go for these days <laughs> contrary to what you may believe about me I am only an employee here mm -hmm. I don't decorate the interior nor the exterior of such a building. 
Oh, okay. You just had such a great eye for artwork, what with all the things on your shelves and a couple of really impressive paintings in the hallway. Yes, they are rather impressive. Or should I say oppressive? I, <laughs> I never chose the art murals for the hallway leading to my office. But uh, Do you know who did? That would be somebody whose pay grade is much higher than my own. Got it. I think we we'll got to put this uh, down on the list of places we need to investigate is uh, DG. You don't say that out loud, right? No. Okay. Just check. <laughs> well, we now know that there's an artist, Eugene the Wise, who paints a mean, mean sort of thing. I think his teacher was uh, Eric Zahn. Oh, there we go. HP Lovecraft reference there for you guys. Oh. <laughs> It seems that Can't we have remember. everything we need here now. Thank you for your help, and we will be on our way. He shows you to the door, and she remains behind in the office as he closes it behind you. Okay. I'll stick around and see if I can hear anything once okay. we close the door. Want to make an alertness check? I will. No, I failed. Six, oh, 76 failed. Yeah. You don't hear anything. Oh, wait. Can Adesso try? Sure. Oh, wait, we left Makamura in there. <laughs> 34. Well, I got a 34, but I believe my alertness is under 20. Let me let me check. Uh, it's I need to get under 25. I got a 34. Oh, no. Okay. Neither one of you are able to detect anything through the door. It's a good door. Yep. So you're making your way back down. Averting my eyes from the uh, Eric the yeah. Wise picture. Eugene the Wise, sorry. And as you guys make your way back down to the curbside, you see the van, see the three of you, and, and pull back across the street. He pushes a button, the sliding door electronically opens. All right. I believe, uh, I believe we're going to be heading to Hell's Kitchen. You're currently in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I thought we were in uh, Rockefeller Plaza. It's in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Well, then we will be going towards the civilian, which I know Agent Odysseus has the address. 305 West 48th Street. So the driver asks you where you guys are going, and you tell him where to go. And he pulls away from the curb. Okay. I call Heisenberg, putting him on a speakerphone for Wait, each and I. We may not, if we don't want the driver to hear information. Remember, he well, said it's separated. he separated. Yeah, but oh, there's okay, a separation right. between us. Remember that when we walked in, when we got into the van, there's four seats around a table, that's and there's right. a partition between the driver compartment and the passenger one. I'll live. I'll give a little knock on the driver's window and say, "Hey, do you mind turning up the radio a little bit?" He just nods, turns the volume up. Got it. <laughs> Fucking motor heading in there, <laughs> <laughs> raging. Yeah. All right. We we call Heisenberg, put him on speaker, put it, the volume down low, low enough that we ought uh, to crouch to hear it, but we can hear it. Agents. Uh, we made contact with the auctioneer and were able to obtain the name of the buyer, or at least his last location. A gentleman by the name of Deacon Gray paid $1.2 million for the artifact that we're after, and he's currently at 305 West 48th Street. Uh, the auctioneer did mention one particular thing as we were leaving. He did make contact with the previous group that has disappeared. No information. They didn't say who they were. They asked the same questions we did when when they were rebuffed they left are you thinking that it's uh 
November so. It matches the description. Three men and a woman. Okay. Does Maybe it say who follow. the buyer was? Yes, the buyer is Deacon Gray. Deacon Gray. Hold for one. You hear keyboard tacking away. Deacon Gray. Looks like his original name was Isaac Bauer at one time. Currently, he's part of a group called the Whisper of Ages. Kind of tax-exempt religious conglomerate. One of those apocalyptic cult goofballs. Uh, that just on their website states that their doctrine is a belief that they can tap into the ancients and other dimensions and that the gods of those era are tangible even now. Hmm. They don't know how bright they are. You know, it shows here that the Whisperer of Ages is a key donor to a company known as Sunset Red. It's a company not publicly traded. Their primary function is as an international transport company, usually hired by private investors, wishing to insure their items for more money than a standard company such as Amazon or FedEx would typically allow. Shows that their settlements remain undisclosed and sealed. So there's no way of telling how many times they've had to pay out on their clients, nor the settlement figures. But they are known for moving items and collections from museums and private collectors overseas. And they've had some businesses. Oh, look at this with the Kunzi Storice Museum in Europe. Oddly enough, that's the seller in this in this lot. That was the museum that sold the item. It was also quite a, a large price, $1.2 million, and they paid cash for it. Also, we noticed one of the paintings in the auction house was painted by someone called Eugene the Wise. And let's just say it has all the hallmarks and auras of something that our organization should investigate and eliminate. Huh. I'm wondering if I need to send some people down there to collect that item then. That would be advisable. Each looked at it and had some... It was, Let's it just good. say I authenticated it. Yeah. Where are you guys en route to right now? The civilian. Yeah, 305 West 48th Street. That's Deacon's last known address. We're going to see whether or not there's anything there for us to, to find. Maybe we'll get lucky and get them. It's not been that long. Yeah, well, being hunted makes one feel abandoned. They're bound to be making mistakes soon enough. All right, when you get to the civilian... Let me know. Keep me apprised of the situation. Will do. Understood. Out. So, although the streets are packed with traffic, the ride takes no longer than eight minutes as your driver navigates through Hell's Kitchen, skirting the edge of the theater district. It's not long before the vehicle stops in front of a 27-story edifice overlooking the heart of New York City. As he pushes the button to open the electronic door on the side, he remains parked against the curb at this time. As you hop out, the building immediately gives you a sense of history. You see old red bricks adorn the fascia of the building with four large open arches set high in the wall, indicating some kind of a second floor club of some sorts. But the facade only ranges up two stories where the rest of the hotel, which looks very much like the rest of the surrounding buildings, 
rises into the skyline itself. You see two dark wooden doors with sectional windows set in them match a sectional bay window off to the right. And through the glass, you can see the well-lit interior of the lobby. The driver bangs on the partition and looks at you each and puts two fingers towards his eye and mm -hmm. towards you and then towards Adesso and towards Makamura, indicating that he's got eyes on all three of you, that he, he'll be stationed right here. Okay, I'll give him the thumbs up. Tell me what you wish to do. Do we, real quick, this might be Stupid. silly. Yeah, but um, <laughs> just kidding. The uh, it may it may behoove us at some time to get the the drivers, or to be able to contact the driver. So I want to I want to be able to switch digits with the driver. Okay, yeah, just let me know when you're ready to do that. I mean, technically, you're still standing on the curb right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will just lean in and say, "I need your number," and then as soon as he gives it to me, I'll text him mine. Okay. He flashes you his phone mm -hmm. that's has his number on it, mm -hmm. allowing you to program it in and, and shoot him a confirmation text. He looks at you, nods, and he still has remained silent at this time. Okay. Yeah, and I'll let him know that the other agents, Occam and Odysseus, will also have access to it. Nods back at you in confirmation. Okay. So what are we thinking here then? Well, it doesn't we really look like a hotel, but... Looks that's where they're staying. That's what they. That's what the they had said. Or the report had said, right? Yeah, that is correct. They listed this as their address, but so they're staying here. Maybe to see if it's it. You know, and this is a, a currently it's a it's the civilian hotel. It's not like the headquarters for Whisper of the Ages or anything. So if he right, is right. staying in there, would it be under Deacon Gray? Would it be under Isaac Bauer? So we'll have to find out. Uh, one thing, let's find out, a, let's see if there's another entrance into this place. I'm sure there is, but we should post up Nakamura over there. Tell him that Agent Oakum should post right? up Occam. Is Occam anything? Occam's Razor? Writer? Occam's Razor. Okay, I, I, I was wondering. That's with an A, though. No, it's not. It's not? O-C-C-A-M. Oh, okay, good. We'll tell, okay would have been a good name, too. I could have done that one. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I would like to post him up at the exit just in case uh, somebody's alerted to us. It's maybe the end of the at the bottom many, of the escalator or elevator. I mean, oh, I'm looking for. Well, it, yeah, all the rooms will be up. Well, so it's a giant this hotel, is, right? Yeah, that that this is just a facade, but the back of it, those buildings going up. How many floors is this going up? Twenty-seven stories. Okay, so yeah, they're going to need him to post up at. Uh, Another bank of elevators, something else. Just make sure nobody else comes down, because we can communicate with them via the phone. But mm -hmm. if someone tries to get away, yeah. let's go and see if we can get the receptionist to tell us who's there. Yeah, we've had good luck with receptionists today. So yeah, yeah. Pour well, all the you, charm. As you enter the civilian, you see a light wood <laughs> floor contrasts the red bricks that line the interior walls. It's the same kind of bricks as the outside. You see a faux antique furniture and wooden alcoves with shelves and knickknacks give the lobby this warm feeling. The back of the lobby houses two elevators with gold-plated doors. And a reception desk is right off to the right and is staffed by one employee. 
a snooty-looking middle-aged man with a five-strand ponytail and a gold-embossed name tag labeling him as Thomas. And he eyes the three of you as you enter the hotel. And takes this pretentious demeanor as he addresses the three of you. May I help you, sirs? Yes, sir. We just need a little bit of information. We're looking for a friend of ours, a gentleman by the name of Deacon Gray. Is he a resident or an occupant of your hotel? I'm sorry, but we're not in the habit of simply divulging our clients' names or sensitive information. I understand. I understand. Here, allow me to show you why I'm interested. And takes out his FBI credentials. Let's introduce ourselves first. Let's yeah. show a little manners here. Agent. As he puts his hands on the desk, you notice that jutting below the cuffs of his long sleeve white shirt, you see ink adorning his skin like sleeve tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. And he, he looks at, the, the, at your credentials, your badge. Odesso, and he he seems to take on this disdain about it and uh, immediately drops the pretension, puts his hands up like, look, man, ain't no need to go all Dano on my ass. I'm just doing my job, you know, a job I've only had for a few weeks. I'm no, I get you. I get you. We just need to know if these guys are here. Believe you me, we'll leave your name out of it. Look, how about if I just accidentally leave the monitor on while I go use the head. How's that sound? That sounds great. My yeah, do you mind guy, if, uh, if our agent goes too? He was complaining about having to pee as well. So yeah, if you can show him where the bathroom is. Perhaps you know, escort Agent him. Occam, you still need to use the bathroom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I will go with him, Agent Okami. He's like, you know, um, I, I think I'm gonna go get a smoke out front First, is, is that okay with you guys? Absolutely. All right, yeah. Uh, and he starts briskly walking towards the front door. And you see Makamura's like, do I do I follow him? Do you want me to hang? What, what do you want me to do? I'll speak in Japanese. He's a runner. Don't let him get away. And he immediately starts stepping up towards this guy as the guy goes out the door. And you see the guy's like pulling his vest off and is about to start running. Superman. <laughs> yeah, right? The wolf knows the rabbit. <laughs> so I'm going to roll Makamura's athletics against this other guy's athletics to see if Makamura can keep him held down. The guy bolts it. As Makamura tries to get closer to him, the guy slams the door of the civilian in his face and starts bolting. By the time Makamura gets the door open and starts getting back out onto the sidewalk, the guy is just jamming down, slaloming in and out of people. And he just... Any chance Osprey got him? No, Osprey's still staying in the van. That's not his uh, mission, right. it would seem. It's okay. Occam's got a gold coin. He'll use that. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Firing no, down no, 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 we don't want to yeah. do that. that. No, 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 it's it's New York, it's fine, you can do that. Yeah, you're right, it is. <laughs> we probably um, wouldn't be able to get to the door without tripping over a few homeless, well, but whatever. Agent Okami, speaking in third person, will go behind the desk and look up, register for guests from the previous night, or see when the they might have checked in day before, 
see if okay. I could find All right. um, any information on a Deacon Gray or an Isaac Bauer or a Whisperer of Ages. As you begin to queue into the registry looking for Deacon Gray or Isaac Bauer, you see Deacon Gray's name pop up. It says that he is currently on the 26th floor, rooms 2634 and 2636. It says it paid cash. It's got a credit card on file for incidentals and deposit. It's a visa in the name of Isaac Bauer. Are these rooms next to each other? And it, because they're the even on the one side and all that, do I know? Yes, they would be both on the same side. Okay. Well, and that puts I, them uh, on the 26th floor. Got it. Yeah. 26th. Is there a pass key behind the desk, you know, like a master key for maintenance and housekeeping? Good one. Make a luck roll. Bust out that D20. Huh. Uh, 17. 17. You do find that in the drawer underneath the keyboard that there appears to be a card, like a magnetic card the type that you would enter into a locked door and it's possible that this might be what you're looking for excellent this will grab it and say i think we have the keys to the kingdom okay well if not i can probably figure out this giant computer if i could figure out old merle's shut eye <laughs> make yeah. some keys if need be i think we're good let's uh right. let's go on up there any right, other I'll... information to be obtained from the from the directory no, it just showed the credit card on file. Well, he's got Does two rooms. It, who's in the second room? It just says he they're just both registered two. to him. Both registered to him. Yes. Is there any indication of how many occupants there are? I mean, we know that there were at least six dudes. It doesn't say. It um, doesn't say. Is there anything on, like, I don't think people do this anymore, but is there like a photocopy of a, the driver's license or anything like that so we know what this guy looks like? Make a luck check. All right. Am I All rolling right, high? Let's go. Is 11 high enough? It's high enough. All right. All right. You see that there is a photocopy of a driver's license. Isaac take Bauer. Of it. <laughs> What's that? I was going to tell, uh, we're going to take a picture of it with our phones. Okay. You see that there is a photocopy of a driver's license. Isaac Bauer, age 34, six foot one, 185 pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes, of German descent. Is there any record of um, room service to those two rooms that may give us an idea how many guys are there? You know, like obviously eight meals or four meals or something like that. Subsequent one meal for me. It doesn't show <laughs> anything in regards to any type of room service. In fact, Smart. it doesn't even say that the rooms have been turned over. Got it. Okay. Does it have a checkout date listed? No. Okay. Well, we're ready to go up, but I remember what uh, James said. James said that there were six men who deposited the cash. And my guess is that there are probably six men, three per room, upstairs. So perhaps we should be a little more wary. Okay. I assume Makamura is, is now with us That he after he lost our little rabbit. That is correct. He is down there in the lobby with you. Where would you like him to uh, each your, post himself? Uh, your friend. I think you left him in the van. Oh, no. I have it right here. Outstanding. <laughs> there we go. 
Odysseus will remind everybody that there were six dudes that took care of the cash. So there are probably six dudes that we may be facing. And let me also remind us that this is the Whisper of Ages. So there are a bunch of maybe young, young cult worshiping people. So probably a little bit more on the uh, cerebral and esoteric and less on the firearms. We'll see. They're not like white nationalists or some sort of terrorist group. They're religious nuts. And those to me, from what I recall, are never ones necessarily to worry about if you're going up hand to hand. Maybe they're packing. We'll see. Maybe when we get to the floor, Makamura can stay at the door uh, right outside the room and we can go in. So in case one of them gets by us, he can can get them. But I want to keep Makamura close. We we may need the, the third person. Okay. Lead me through what you do from the lobby on. All right. You want me to go through this town? We're going to go up to the room? Yep. We're going to go up okay. to the room. We're going to try to be as circumspect and stealthy as possible. Does this hotel have little peepholes in the doors? You won't know till you get up on that floor. <laughs> you won't know till next episode. No. So, yeah, let's go up to floor 26, rooms 34 and 36, and we'll okay. start, I guess, at 34, and then maybe have one person posted next to 36 just in case rooms are con not conjoined but joined and one tries to bolt basically covering each entrance i think we just go knock on the door and walk in if they don't open we you know or if they don't do it we open it ourselves and if they're fighting back we know something's going on <laughs> well there's also strategy to it you want to just open the door and walk in without announcing ourselves no we would knock we would knock. Do That's we why we to? have Makamura at the second door, so it's not like they can bolt out of another door, you know, because I assume they're not, like, right next to each other, these doors. Well, they actually probably are. 234 and 236 are probably adjoining rooms. Adjoining rooms, but that's they're probably 10 feet apart. No, what I mean is they probably have a common wall and a door in that common wall. Remember, like, in the old days, hotel rooms would have adjoining rooms and then yes. they would have a common door between the two? Well, what I'm thinking is there's two doors with the door in the middle. I yeah. want Makamura to cover the other door while we're knocking on the first one and yeah, seeing yeah, if they're yeah. going to let us in, just so they're not going to bolt out the other door. I got you. That sounds good. But we're going to be ready for action, so we're going to go yeah, you're gonna with lead. weapons drawn. You'll do gotcha. your normal stuff. I, I don't think we have our weapons out, right? Well, we don't know what's going to be on the other side of the door, and I'm thinking if we come in with the weapons out, we can always put them away. Uh, I have a feeling they're probably going to react strongly to us and probably think we're there to rob them because they do have a great sum of cash, and that tends to make people paranoid. I mean, logistically speaking, if you're going in to bid on an item and you don't know what the ending bid's going to be, you're going to have more than enough money to make sure that you win. And if the bidding price is a million plus, they probably have got $2 million on them, which means they have left about eight hundred k. Well, then let's do that with weapons out. You know, or at least Sounds weapons good. ready. We don't have to have them pointed out in front. Like we can have our hands yeah. ready. Yeah, we have them in a ready position where we're like, yeah, man, okay. So when we go in, we, we we've got the advantage because we're ready and they're not. Okay. All right. All right, brother Ryder, we're going to uh, go on in. You get on inside that elevator. Ride this thing up to the twenty-sixth floor. The doors to the elevator ding as they open before you. Ding, ding. 
and you see a deep red carpet that stretches out in front of you. The soft, diffused lighting reduces the glare off the cream-colored walls. A middle trim of lacquered maple runs the hallway's full length, only breaking its continuity when it meets a door frame. So you start making your way down the hallway. Evens on the left, odds on the right. Start counting them off. So you get to... 2634 and 2636. Okay. Agent Odesso, do you want to take the lead on this? Uh, All right. Muro, I'm, <laughs> we'll have posted in front of the second door. How far apart are these doors? They're about 15 feet apart, I would say. So that would be a, a good thing to watch in case that door opens up and someone bolts. So... We'll have him posting on that door for now. All right. So what we'll do then is once Makamura is in his place, each you and I, you got the sword. I got the gun. So I'm going to go in first. You'll be back up. And um, we were going to knock first. So we'll knock. There is no answer. There's no answer. All right. Housekeeping. Yep. Yeah, housekeeping <laughs> and open the door. Open the door and with the pass key saying housekeeping and, and walk in at the ready. As you walk into the room at the ready, I will describe this room next session. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, dick. What do we All do? right. Odysseus. Okay. Let's walk on in and uh, and go to whoever's at the reception desk, if there is somebody at the reception desk. Have you, like, missed the last five <laughs> minutes of what I said? <laughs> um, yeah, you um, gave um, a great um, description of her, too. I, I described the whole lobby and the, the restroom and the, the spider twice. hallways and There's a bar. restrooms <laughs> and a bar and hallways <sighs> with doors and elevators. Are you getting a Hummer under your desk right now, Agent? No, no. You need a no, Hummer I, under your I, desk I, right now. Agent. I could absolutely use that. I'm. I apologize. My. All right. Anyway, so. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard Twenty Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that five star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. So if you're into watching and you want to help support this show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next time, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.